kind of like when you're of, I actually have a fun fact about alligators. Um, the fun fact is they live for about a hundred years. Alligators live for about a hundred years, which is why they have an increased chance of seeing you later. <laughs> we can wander our way over, you know, because this is wandering ways. What's Bigfoot possibility? Clink. Oh, another day, another week, another episode of Wandering, Wandering Ways. Yeah, I'm wandering into a, a good day. Wandering into a good day. You so. know, I love when we I love when we do episodes like we do with the one today with Matt. Um, because you never know how they're gonna go with Matt. That's true. Um, because you can give him all the preparation in the in the world for something, and he won't look at it. No, no, he does not. He does not at all. Because, because uh, even even when we talk today, and I'm just going to get right into it, we, we're we're going to talk to you about Olympic National Park, Cascades National Park, and Mount Rainier, and and how we would do this trip, um, probably is with and how Matt did this trip with his family. Um, you know, I look at it with me, you and Matt, if we were to do this again, uh, with each other, we're actually going to spend time in the parks. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, and, and do the backcountry. credit, you know, Matt went with his parents. They're a little bit older, so they're doing a different kind of trip. Yes. So when he's talking about it later, um, it's from that kind of point of view, which I think is a valuable point of view because, you know, everybody does things differently. And that's what's nice about these parks is you can do them differently. You can do it the way where you get more in-depth and into the backcountry, or you can do it pulling that trailer, staying in the campsites and still seeing some great views. And, and what I like is there's a lot of families that do this type of stuff because um, you're traveling with young kids or you, you have older parents, grandparents come with uh, too along the way. And I like hearing Matt's perspective because you can also hear the want and drive in his voice to be like, guys, we, we need to go to Rainier. It was so big, guys. You know, he's it's round. He's doing the whole like, and it's like, no, we get it, Matt. We'll, we'll go, we'll go and we'll plan a trip and it'll be next summer how about that matt yeah no 100 <laughs> percent. but i mean if you guys haven't already figured it out um we are talking clusters again because we love our clusters uh because clusters you know they can be fun you can get to see a lot of different things in a shorter amount of time um, or a longer amount of time depending but today's cluster is the washington cluster which is good old Mount Rainier, Northern Cascades, and Olympic National Park. Um, we've done things about Olympic National Park before. Uh, make sure to check those out because Olympic is a cool park. So make sure you check out our reviews um, for that. We've done it twice, once with Matt. Um, and then there was one time I did a little solo trip out there, um, I mean, which was a whole lot of fun. He did it with himself uh, once. Well, yeah, he did it too. And that's uh, where we talk about his Bigfoot experience. That's right. He brings that back up today, guys. So yeah. if you haven't heard. <laughs> he does. But anyways, to kind of, um, we're going to jump a little bit into the cluster itself. 
maybe some tips if you're trying to plan it. And then we'll get Matt on here um, to talk about his experience of doing a kind of cluster like that. So it's a little bit of a combo of like what we would do, what you can do, and what has happened with um, with one of our wanderers. <laughs> um, but anyways, this is another one where they're all pretty close together, even though Washington is a fairly big state um, and a great hub to go to to start this trip is Seattle. Um, or honestly, even Portland. Uh, yeah. Either one of those cities you could fly into if you want to start this cluster up. Um, Seattle just makes more sense because it's centralized, but people, yeah. you know, it might be cheaper to fly into Portland and work your way north. Um, 100%. So it's, I mean, it's a cool area. I mean, it's fun. Uh, the PNW, the, the woods. Um, getting there, you know, I-90, I-5, so if you're driving, pretty easy to get to the areas, 101, uh, the different various highways, uh, and the cool places. Matt actually kind of goes into that for us, which I like, too, <laughs> the highway numbers. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, the, these are very, um, fairly accessible parks to get into, to them. Uh, there are a lot of around uh, these parks, so... Even though like both Cascades and Olympic are kind of like out there when you go, you're going to feel like you're out in the middle of nowhere, but they're still pretty easy to get to. Like you can get them from the big cities of Portland or Seattle. They're not far. So that's what's nice about this cluster as compared to like, you know, the Redwoods and Crater Lake, the ones we did uh, like last week. Um, that one, it's harder to get to those clusters, that cluster from the bigger cities. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the way you want to do the order for it, do you want to start with like an Olympic? Do you want to start with a Rainier? Do you want to start with the Cascades? Um, I would probably not start Cascades. No, um, not unless kind of like you're in middle. Not unless you're maybe starting in Seattle. Yeah, I guess um, that's true. Because you can come down to Rainier and over to Olympic, yeah. I think. Um, but like, I think I'm I'm thinking me, you doing this, we're going Rainier first. Yeah. Um, uh, I because I, I also think we would prior. That would be where me and you would make the call to do like if we did a backcountry hike or a longer hike like we we like to do, we would probably say oh, we can get up to North Cascades tonight after that hike. Mm. Um, and I would, and we would get our fill of Rainier. Um, yeah. So that's kind of one of those why I think we would start there as well as, no, we're going to stay here the first night, do this, do that, and then work our way up to a Cascades. Um, I think that's kind of how I would want to plan it. Yeah, that, that's kind of how I would want to do it um, as well. Or... Or the other one I would want to do, and it's only because of like what I want to do in these parks, is go like an Olympic Rainier Northern Cascades. And that's yeah. only because at Cascades and Olympic, I want to go in the backcountry. Yeah. So it's like go to the backcountry, get a kind of a break from backcountry, go into the backcountry. Yeah, no, I totally feel that. Um and it brings back memories from some of our other trips on how we how we do them because sometimes you're beat right in the middle of a long trip yeah um so. but i think you could do this in the course of 
you know, like six days to five, yeah. six days, we could get something like this done. Um, go, doing a cluster like this, um, if, if you're trying to beat the clock. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think, I do think you have to go kind of that six days. I don't know if you can really do a long weekend of this cluster, you know, because because you do have to kind of get into these parks you know mount rainier you don't necessarily have to get like in into the park because it is mount rainier um but i think cascades you kind of got to get into it and then uh olympic you know olympic is so big that to really get your fill out of olympic you want to do uh, more than one day there easy well, and personally, I, I would rather spend three long weekends um, going to these places, you know, where it's like you spend one long weekend there, one long weekend there, because I think you'd get that fixed. And a Portland location is nice for that for me. So that is definitely on my list uh, to do maybe in the next couple couple years. Because uh, that's it. Those are easier trips where you can uh, bust away for a weekend. Yeah. Um, you know, you just got to find yeah, that Friday, Monday, you can take off or however that may be. But, um, you know, I, and that, yeah, I guess you could start at an Olympic too, um, cause of the size and one getting there, I think yeah. coming, coming up, that's a beautiful drive, uh, nor, you know, coming South to Olympic, um, even taking the ferry boats, uh, yeah. ferry boats are fun. So yeah, ferries, ferries are, the ferries in an experience that adds to it, you know, um each of these parks are so unique from each other you know olympics got everything uh from meadows to mountains to forests to the beach uh, mount rainier it's mount rainier it's the massive mountain by itself and then cascades is kind of you know it's kind of like a different version of glacier or a different version of rocky mountain uh national park so yeah you know, it's, it's a classic mountain park. <laughs> and, you know, and, and that's, I think that's the thing about these three parks. Uh, they are similar in the sense that they are mountain parks, but they're different types of mountain parks. Yeah. That, you know, when you see the Tetons and Yellowstone, to me, the mountain type parks, they are, are the, they're similar to Rainier where you, they're, they're, it's just like, wow, it's just magnificent all the way around. Where like a North Cascades and a Glacier are kind of, you got to get into them yeah. and spend that time. And Olympic is is kind of, to me, um, it's just the size of it where and the diversity of it that you just don't want to, you don't, you don't want to cut yourself short if you have that ability. You know, in, in reality... If you had the time and the money, and I would say three, 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 you know, three days at each. Yeah. Um, and that's why I would do the long weekend thing um, versus, but if you're trying to do it all in a trip, I would say three, three, three. Um, but in, in, in reality, it's probably more of like two, two, two. hundred uh, percent. No, you're right there. Uh, you know, it's Olympic that throws the hitch into everything <laughs> because Olympic has so much there's so much in olympic that like you could turn this whole cluster trip into just an olympic park and you'd honestly probably get the same 
of everything you'd get from if you did a cluster. <laughs> in a sense, yes. No, you're you're exactly right. And you are driving a lot in a yeah. if you're trying to get to all the different points because of how the terrain and the area is and, and, and getting there. You know, I think that's the other thing is, is Olympic, you, you might be, it might be able to be a quicker cluster if Olympic wasn't cut off the way it is by Seattle and the sound. Mm -hmm. um, because getting over there is, is a challenge and you have to plan for that challenge. Um, whereas if it was like where Seattle is, you could do a big giant loop of all three, but that's not how the map looks. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, geography does play a key piece into how to do this cluster. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyways, you know, we're just, we've kind of given you our, like how we would kind of do it, a little bit of a breakdown of it uh, right now, some how to order it and how we would, if you want to do a cluster of these parks. So let's jump into, let's get old Matt Buddy on and hear how he did it with his parents. Again, remember when you're listening to Matt do this, it's with his parents who are a little bit older. So it's going to be a different kind of trip, but still very valuable. No, they're in their 60s and we really uh, hope it helps you guys and hope our information helped you too. So yeah, hundred percent. So uh, let's bring Matt Buddy on. All right, everybody. We got our good friend, the like 20th time he's been on the podcast. It's not 20, but it's been a lot. It's everybody's buddy. It is Matt Buddy. Matt Buddy, how you doing? I'm doing good, my guy. Yeah. That's doing well. Doing pretty good. Like Are how you well? Hit by uh, the smoke? Uh, it was slightly hazy up here. I I will say I was out in Eastern Oregon last weekend, and it was a little smokier out that way. Yeah, yeah, I, I bet. Um, it's been bad down here. So. <laughs> oh geez. Yeah, it's uh, it hasn't been too much fun. But anyways, you know, we brought you on today. Uh, because one of the things here at Wandering Ways we've been doing is talking about these clusters of national parks. And you, Matt, buddy, got the fantastic, fortunate experience of doing a cluster we have not talked about yet. But it's one that I think about uh, more times than not. And it's good old Rainier, Cascade, and Olympic National Park. So, if, Matt, if you could tell us, one, when you did it. And then two, did you hit all three of those parks? Yeah, so just to look back here, it was the last week of July. Um, I went up there with my parents and, you know, they're in their 60s. And so we sort of did the, you know, my dad is pulling his little camp trailer, you know, along and, um, you know, which was nice, you know, you have a bed to sleep on instead of camping and sleeping on the ground. Sometimes nice to not always do that. But um, yeah, we, we basically, we hit, so here's the thing. We went into North Cascades. Um, we went really close to Rainier and we were really close to Olympic. And I mean, like Rainier is like, you're going to see that for miles away, but when you're up right below it, um, you're just like, holy cow. Like, that mountain is impressive when you're up there at the base of it, so to speak. Um, 
it, you know, so, I mean, I can, I don't know if you guys want me to start kind of from the beginning of my journey or kind of. Yeah. So what's the, what's the order you did these in? Yeah. So we, our route was um, kind of a zigzag through Washington. So our, our first leg was we went up to Highway 12, which is the, the highway from I-5 to Yakima, Washington. Oh, and, yeah. And along that way, it's really neat because you see the change of scenery and how the terrain is different on both sides of the mountains as well. And uh, Rainier is kind of up near the top um, of this drive. And um, I will say just on the drive up there, you know, Washington is a very green state. It's called the evergreen state for a reason. There's no fire burns on their highways. There's no, it's just so lush up there, right? And, and even more so than Oregon even. And um, there, the area on that highway, these small towns, every little town had Bigfoot stuff driving up there. Like it's a big, big footing area. Um, probably a pretty prime area in the Northwest. Um, that area also is known for the D.B. Cooper um, crash. And so I was telling Zach earlier, you know, there's just a lot of like squatching opportunities in the area, I would say. Um, that's a different pinch of National Forest. Um, but to get back to our trip, we went up near Rainier. The reasoning we didn't go up there is the road from the highway up to the park is really winding. Like, I'm talking like pulling a trailer up there. It wouldn't be very fun. Um, so my dad, you know, was kind of debating and he's like, you know, that would take some time just to drive up there and, you know, spend time looking around. Um, from what we gathered about that park is it's a great one to do hikes. Mm -hmm. um, so you have a visitor center by this meadow and it's sort of, it, it's something, it's something I'd want to come back to and spend like two or three days backpacking and hiking. Yeah. I, I've been to Rainier before I went with Vince and Phil and we spent kind of a day in the park um you know we we camped like kind of near St. Helens the night before and then we drove into the park kind of did a small-ish hike because we were going to meet like Vince's uncle in um what is it like Squamish or something some kind of odd named near Seattle <laughs> town um but so we didn't spend a whole lot but it's a cool park to be like up in it there's a visitor center kind of up closer to the top not like the top obviously but um, right up there which it's cool uh, the park is fairly cool to be in reality i mean it's a cool mountain it sits by itself and it's massive yeah it it really is i i one of my favorite things is when i'm in seattle to go uh, up the space needle and you can get the downtown skyline of with rainier in the background uh just spectacular views and you know i've seen some i'm on some facebook groups and forums and whatnot where uh people share pictures from like their parks and oh my gosh rainier every time blows me away um i think it's kind of off the beaten path but also not because of its proximity to seattle um but I'm looking on the south side, and I would assume just based on where Seattle is located, 
uh, this park, if you're going to do the bad country, I would want to do the south side. And I'm looking at a map and I'm looking at this one picture of this. It's called Comet Falls. Um, I have this nice book, Matt. It's a it's a map. It's a national park book. Um, but it's this Couch Creek Trail. Um, you take it. It's on the south side and, and it will take you pretty goddamn near close to uh, Comet Falls. And Comet Falls is a 300 foot cascade as oh, it crashes wow. down the rocky oh, cliff wow. and then it has another like pools up and it has another little waterfall that's about 20 feet and it's just i good water and i could imagine with rainier in the background oh man that country man <laughs> yeah and you know i was thinking too for folks in oregon i mean you could make a really good like circle uh going up highway 12 <laughs> go up to Rainier, go around the Yakima and then come down the gorge, you know, and see the gorge. And that's, that's, I'm just thinking that's a good little, you know, weekend trip to do and you can just make a big circle and come back and, uh, and maybe even do the Washington side of the gorge coming back, you know, yes. it's just really, really good loop to do. And, um, and what I really like about those those parks too, when you do those backcountry hikes and you get the opportunity to do them is like with Rainier, there's a lot of meadows and there's high alpine meadows and you get that in the Beartooths. Um, you also get that in Glacier, like where me, Mark, when we went up to Chief Mountain uh, and that little meadow we're in where there's yeah. this unique, you know, and with Rainier, I think there's more lakes. So you get those like cool reflection yeah. type shots and, and you're exactly right, Matt, that you're close to Oregon and do it. You know, yeah. we got to do it. Us three got to do it. Sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm... <laughs> yeah. Um, there's literally one lake in the park called like Reflection Lake. And if you catch oh, wow. it on a calm day, it's honestly, it's like the classic, like you'll get the whole mountain on like the actual view of the mountain and then it's reflection on the water. I think that one's more tourist friendly too well so, yeah it's literally like right off the road it's like a little pull off like you don't even have to hike it's kind of one of those things where you can drive by it and see if it's windy that day and if you don't want to go and <laughs> just enjoy that view you can keep going yeah that i mean that's oh it wow right there. that's not reflection lake but i mean that's basically it to be fair i mean yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was like just being up near that area, I was like, man, I have to come back here and spend two or three days because, and it was not terribly far from Portland area where I'm at. So, um, you know, that's an easy, I mean, now fall's setting in, but I, it might be kind of cool end of summer going up there as well. Maybe, you know, you fall know, colors that starting to set in up there. And this um, time of year, it's not bad either because, because of the summer we've had, I don't think they've gotten as oh, much right. snow up high. So you'd still probably be with yeah, the fall I, colors. The the snow has not hit the mountains yet high up from what I've heard. So, you know, yeah, it'd be a good, but um, yeah, to continue on our journey, you know, we left that area, we headed down into Yakima. It was fucking 104 degrees or whatever the hell it was driving through there. And uh you know, that, that area, there, there's there's just a lot of fruit orchards and things. That, you know, some good fruit stands and stuff over there um, to stop at, honestly. But we headed, we made our way north. We headed up through Ellensburg, started cooling off a little bit. 
um, we actually stayed in Leavenworth, Washington for the night. Oh, nice. And uh, for the, our listeners, Leavenworth is a, a town in central Washington, Cascades. Um, it's a Bavarian-style town, so similar to like a town in the mountainous part of Germany. It's the way they have it set up there. Um, really cool. You know, my mom's Dutch, so she really, it's kind of similar. She really enjoys that stuff. Um, so, you know, we had a good dinner there, some German bratwurst and some, you know, all that good, good food that you can get, but, uh, a little bit touristy, but it's a cool place. Uh, good whitewater rafting in that river there, Wenatchee River is a great one. Um, so we continued on, um, so we're kind of zigzagging through the Cascades as we go north, right? So we came through the Yakima, went north, came through from Leavenworth toward, I think, Monroe and Everett, Washington, which is basically the north edge of the Seattle area. Yeah. Um, so we're coming out there. We camped uh, in a campground pretty close to the Puget Sound um, in, a, in a KOA, basically. Um, and our next destination was heading up into North Cascades. Now, North Cascades is one that I would say is very, um, very visitor friendly for folks of all ages. Um, it's sort of similar to Glacier National Park in the sense of there's one main road going over the mountain pass through the park east to west or west to east. Um, there's a visitor center kind of right in the middle uh, before you start climbing. And, um, you know, that's another park, just the views and the sheer size of the mountains there are just like, you know, these mountains are bigger than the Cascade Range down south. There, There's just clusters of them. Um, some yeah. really majestic views up at the top. There's, I guess, a lot of mountain goats up in there. Um, but that's one of those parks, you know, we got the views, like my parents are older and so they enjoyed that. Um, we actually couldn't go to the east side of the park because there was a fire over there. Um, and luckily the smoke was just drifting more further east from there. So it wasn't coming back toward us. Um, but yeah, it's just one of those, like you see why it's a national park because the uh, yeah, yeah. and the certain really unique views, very lush because it's Washington. Um, but uh, it's one of those parks like, man, I want to get out into the wilderness here. Yeah, that's the feel that I get from Cascades. It's one of those where you got to get into it. Yep. They say there's 300 glaciers, at least, oh. in there. Oh, wow. Um, and this, this backcountry trail, so I'm going to just, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read this one. Um, experienced backcountry travelers in search of secret solitude can take the Bridge Creek Trail into the upper Stahikian Valley in the park's southern section, the narrow forested area is surrounded by 7,000 to 9,000 foot glaciated peaks crowned by the 9,220 foot Goad Mountain. A side trip along the Goad Ridge Trail takes hikers to a spectacular horseshoe surrounded by giant ridges that reveal the peaks of the mountainous grandeur. And then this is a quote from uh, the chief interpreter. Most people don't visit the valley. It's not super easy to get to, but once you're in there, you feel like you're all alone. Yeah, that's kind of the um, 
gist or feel that I get from that part. Mm-hmm. You know, someone told me, <clears throat> and I don't know if it's necessarily true, um, because I thought there were other parks that fit this category more. But someone told me that Cascades National Park is the least visited national park. Oh, maybe in the lower 48. And I think partly because that road is closed even more so than like going to sun. Um, Because I I believe I saw a statistic where one of the Alaska parks up there is actually like out on the tundras, the least visited. But even uh, like dry tortugas, I mean, you're by Miami. That one get, doesn't get as visited because yet the motive of travel as well as the Hawaiian parks. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I will say I I would agree with what Mark said because there really was not that many people. Mm-hmm. As I like, um, it, and kind of, it's far enough away from Seattle that that makes sense. Like it's not like it's right there, you know. Um, but isn't it only like three hours? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, something like that, right? So um, Rainier is, is closer towards Seattle, Tacoma, Olympia, the population base. So that I think Rainier would get more visitors in, in, in that regard. Um, yeah, probably. And plus they can see it from Seattle. It's like well, it's I, in their backyard, you like know. Snoqualmie and those areas too from the Seattle area are yeah, just that's, great mountains. You're in the mountains. The, that's the interstate, yeah. So, but I think... I would, I would agree with Mark because, you know, Lassen, when we were just down there in California, we're like, okay, like, there's people here, but there was definitely less people in North Cascades than even Lassen. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. And you're yeah, in July. Was, yeah. And it was like, you know, prime time in summer and it, and it, I think maybe, I don't know, it's kind of out, out of the way in a sense, but the visitor center, like the parking lot wasn't even full at the visitor center, and which is pretty rare for a national park in that regard, because mm-hmm. usually you're like kind of waiting for a spot or you're parking down the road or something. Uh, you have to do something like that, right? So it was kind of convenient, just, oh, there's spots open, you know. Um, but yeah, I, I would say like in, in that regard with people want to go somewhere there's not as many people north cascades is a good one um you know especially if you're more mobile you know to get off the beaten path it's even even more of a treat i feel like huh yeah um but uh yeah i mean to continue uh from there our kind of journey was going back home you know and we kind of cut across the puget sound to whidbey island and uh, took a ferry. Oh, you did? To, yep. We took a ferry over toward Port Townsend, which is kind of near Port Angeles. And you can see the Olympic Mountains in the back when you get over there. Um, and just taking that 101 drive, you know, which is always a nice drive down the water, um, down and in, back into Olympia, you know. Um, but honestly, the trip we did, even though we didn't really really go full in all the national parks that would be an amazing washington trip to hit all three oh people and especially if they're in oregon just making a big circle you know and coming back that way it's uh you you get to see washington and all its grandeur like what it has to offer for parks so um you know it's and, and we did i mean 
shoot, like besides Yakima and some areas, you got up north, it was only in like the 70s and even overcast some days. So if you're trying to beat the heat in the summer, it's a good area to go. Yakima wasn't too hot in the summer, huh? That was the only spot that was the exception. Oh, um, okay. I was going to so, say that probably Yakima because it's easy. Oh, it, no. That's one of the hotter places in the state, I would argue. Um, yeah. And, uh, but, you know, even up by Rainier, you're high up. It's cooler yeah. up there. Um, North Cascades was nice and cool. You're not far from Canada up there, really. Um, and then, you know, down the Olympic, you know, peninsulas, you know, it's by the ocean water. So, yeah. You know, um, speaking of hot stuff and everything, uh, it's time for my favorite segment of cool shit in nature, <laughs> you know. So just to kind of transition things into something a little bit lighter, uh, we got two today uh, for you. We got two for you, Matt. So uh, be, I'm excited for them. Um, All right. Oh, yeah. One of them's pretty cool. One of them's just a picture. So it'll okay. be pretty quick. And it's, uh, uh, but it's a cool, I, I like, I enjoyed this picture. So, um, but here it is. This one's just a little owl. Oh, oh, what the, <laughs> down. I mean, we all know owls have incredible neck mobility. Um, and this guy is just showing it in a way you don't see owls do it most of the time where he's going ear to chest. Well, <laughs> I think he, yeah, I'm, I'm curious here if he's either like fluttering around or if he is um upside down because he's seeing the camera and his eyesight's that good that he's seeing himself in the camera upside down so he's turning to see it right side up you oh, know what i mean be. like thinking it's another owl like oh fuck what's that yeah yeah it I almost mean, rem reminds me of like when some girls on dating apps they're trying to like do that weird thing and i don't know that was really random but <laughs> i mean it's not random because i mean this guy's doing something random he's doing you know? something yeah to me it looks like he's curious about something he's like what the fuck am i looking at <laughs> you know so no it's a cool picture yes. thought i'd share for cool shit in nature now for the next one uh this one is i think pretty cool um it's kind of gnarly to be honest so oh but just boom oh my god yeah so the people just listening it's a jaguar that sneaks up on a caiman i love how the jaguar is in the water hunting, yeah right hunting yeah. Alligator. you know what i mean like he's sitting there and he's like i'm wait waiting i'm waiting i'm waiting and like, like he's the one swimming in the water and then boom, attacks the, the crocodile, you know, just boom, boom. Yeah. And then takes it back to the water. Right. <laughs> like he, yeah. I think drowning it. Cause crocs yeah, have I to mean, breathe. I would, I would think that the Jaguar would have the advantage on the land. I would too. I, I think that's interesting. Um, with the water for one, but like, you know, kind of similar to what they say about cougars, they get them right here on the back of the neck where it's like it severs their spine or something. 
So it just like it paralyzes their prey, paralyzes their nerves and stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's also if if I were to attack an alligator or a crocodile, I would probably go for the back of the neck because that's the safest spot to get without you know getting your shit rocked as well. <laughs> yeah, right. So it's true. It is the best spot. I mean. Kind of like Speaking when you're of, I actually have a fun fact about alligators. <clears throat> uh, the fun fact is they live for about a hundred years. Alligators live for about a hundred years, which is why they have an increased chance of seeing you later. <laughs> <laughs> After a while, crocodile. Oh my god. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Um, by, by the way, Mark, buddy, nice ha hat. I like your stay human. Thank not, you. Not the Quartz Lake production hat. <laughs> I ran out of those. I, you know, I, oh. uh, I used to wear them just exclusively all the time. And from all the adventures, they get gross and sweaty. I even had one that had like moss growing on it. So, whoa. <laughs> yeah, um, I put them to good use. We'll have to look into placing an order for some hats, some nice Wandering Ways hats. Um, I got some for the Little Shell store, nice snapback kind of with the mesh, and they have a, a, a leather patch that just with the Little Shell travel seal on it. Real good. Get hey, some wanderers. If you guys got, like, fucking beanies, man, I would wear a beanie. We're not going to have effing beanies, Matt. <laughs> have beanies. Hey, man, I like my beanies. I know you do. Beanies are nice, especially come winter. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Matt, continuing on with Olympic, did you stay over by Olympic or was it just that Puget Sound area? We, uh, we stayed uh, really close to the park in this place called Deuce Wallops State Park. And it's right, on the, right near the water. Um, you know, there's these roads going, I think the road, Deuce Swallops River Road or something, goes into the park. And I mean, you got to go into the Olympics a little bit to enter it, but um, we were real close. So, yeah. I mean, we were just, we are in the vicinity and, you know, I I just think this this whole loop trip was kind of a cool one. Um, and a, I, I think it's a good way to hit, you know, all three of those areas. In one trip. So, what did you guys do in Olympic? Well, we just that was our last leg home. So, basically, after taking the ferry over to Port Townsend, um, we just kind of found a random camp spot along the water on 101, and that was going to be our last night um, before heading back to Oregon. So, um, you know, it just kind of worked out, and you know, we're pulling a trailer and it. You know, the whole thing was like avoiding the Seattle traffic was the main thing. And this route did that. It did just that. So, um, did you, know. you uh, when you went back home, did you like go up towards like the Solduck and around Forks or did you go down that other along the Sound? No, we just went along one East 101 down the Sound. Yeah. Uh, similar to what we did that time. And, uh, just came out and popped out at Olympia and just, you know, headed on down the freeway toward Portland. Nice. So, yeah, it was, it was good. It was pretty accessible the, where the roads came out. So, yeah. Washington, 
the the sound in the Olympic Peninsula and the towns and the people, it's a really cool area. Yeah. Uh, for yeah, sure. On it, honestly, all three of these areas are huge bigfooting areas. <laughs> like major, major areas. And um, you know, I honestly that'd be an epic Bigfoot adventure as well, is just exploring the forests all over Washington. Yeah. Coast to the Cascades, you know. So You know what that means? Time for another commercial break where we get to tell you to like, subscribe, and review our podcast. Whether you're getting that podcast on Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, WhatsApp, whatever podcast app you use, you can make it happen. And don't forget, this is also the time to let, uh, let you guys know that you can pick up that Wandering Ways swag at the Teespring. Make sure to check it out. The link is in the bio down below or in the episode description. It's even in the show description, too, if you can't find it in the episode. But you can go on there. You can get your sweatshirts. You can get your uh, shirts. You can get long sleeves, short sleeves. You can even get some socks. Uh, it looks pretty cool. Uh, highly recommend. You will be impressing everybody at your next bonfire with some wandering ways swag you know and if that's not enough we're going to tell you to follow us individually on our social medias you could check me out at the ruguru or zach of wandering ways you know check out the adventure firsthand where there might not be any ads exactly and who doesn't like some good free pub i need the followers followers to go up so i'm going to throw out Reverend Marcus, check me out on the Twitter, on the Instagram. Um, I do some cool stuff, so please give me the follow, all right? We also do not cool stuff. Yeah, but anyways, uh, let's keep wandering on. Hello, and welcome back to Wandering, Wandering Ways. Yeah, it was a short little break for an ad. Um Probably not a too exciting of an ad or a couple ads or whatever, but you know, an ad more or less. Anyways, we left off with Matt telling us about the awesome cluster of Rainier Cascades in Olympic. Uh, so now we're going to get into some of the just nitty gritty questions of uh, this trip that you went on, Matt. Like, I want to know what was a highlight from it. If you took like one one thing that you say all of us should go on this trip and see what was it? You know, on it, I, I would say the biggest highlight, honestly, was, like, honestly, just seeing Mount Rainier up close like that. It's like when you see it from a distance, you're like, oh, yeah, that's just another Cascade Mountain. But when you get up right by it, you realize the sheer size and the fact that it just has so much more snow, even oh, in the yeah. middle of summer, than like, you know, the other ones are more of your classic, like, mountain shape. But this one's, like, really rounded at the top. It's just, it's just really majestic. Um, that's what makes me want to go back, you know, and explore more. Nice. Nice. Um do you know of any of the local tribes in the area that had have either creation stories or medicine stories to Rainier? Yeah, the um, from what I gathered, the Yakima tribe 
on the east side has stories about Mount Rainier. Um, so I I know there's like some story about some guy, some old native person that went up there for his like vision quest and and stuff like that. And I think his name was Kamiakin. Okay. And um, yeah, there's there's some history there um, with with the Yakimas. So from what I gathered. Nice. How long was the trip? The trip was five days and four nights. Five days, four nights. Do you wish it was longer or did you think you had too much? I well, <laughs> I'm with the parents there. So, you know, I, I uh, and, and they're a little older, so they move a little slower than, you know, I, I would have liked to move. But, uh, you know, I, I think generally, like, I, if I wanted to stay longer, it'd be doing some hiking. Yeah. Hiking. Um, but I think for what it was, just kind of a getaway and seeing Washington, it was a good, it was a good trip to see those spots and sort of experience them for the first time. If, if you were going back to each one of these parks individually, Right. Mm -hmm. So you're going to Rainier for a trip. You're going to Olympic for a trip. You're going to Cascades for a trip. They're all separate. Mm -hmm. How long would you spend at each one? Um, so Mount Rainier, I, I would honestly spend probably two, two days. Um, you know, the first day kind of just getting up there and, and, you know, since we didn't really go to the visitor center, just seeing that part of it settling in for the night then then planning a hike for the following day okay um north cascades honestly i mean i would probably also do two but we didn't get to see the east side of the drive through the park so for me i would maybe enter from the east side the next time i go and have a hike planned out where i get to that point in the middle where i was at before and um, you know, find a good a good hike up in the center of the mountains somewhere, uh, with a view. You know, uh, mm -hmm. I always like the views because um, it's kind of like there's this reward waiting for you at the end of the hike. Yeah. Because you know? there's some backpacking trails where it's literally just a stroll through the forest and it's flat for like miles. Quartz, well, Quartz Lake wasn't that <laughs> way, but that was that was kind of one of those hikes. Where, I mean, yeah, there's destinations. Right. But it was just a loop of like, you're walking, you know, like, yeah, there's going to be a lake, but you don't have to stay at the lake. You can move on to that lake. And right. It's like kind of just like you're just going through the forest, you know, yeah. some of those. Um, but um, Olympic, now, Olympic, I've been a few times, you know, with, with you guys and with, you know, some, some other folks. And it's, uh, there's that one, it would be much more time, I think just because it's so like the size of it and all these roads going in from different sides, you could spend a whole week hiking there yeah. and do all these day hikes, you know, in and outs and stuff. So, um, yeah, I mean, even if I was just driving into these places like the whole rainforest and the soul duck, you know, and all these, all these areas, you know, just driving to them would be at least two days, you know, to kind of see all of them. Um, so that, that park would be longer, be a longer trip, I think. Wow. 
Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, I'd be with you on that one. You know, if I was doing the trip, uh, you know, Rainier, Rainier would probably be more of that traditional national park experience for me where you go, maybe do a small-ish day hike, check out the visitor centers. Um, Cascades and Olympic, I kind of want to get into it, do some backcountry kind of stuff. Uh, especially Olympic, I want to go into the Enchanted Valley. Um, yeah. well, I want to go check out that area. What I like about Olympic is we, we've done the visitor center stuff a little bit. Uh, it's always fun to go back and do because why not? But um, I, what I like is I, we, it's like we've done it, so let's go see the backcountry um because it, it is part of the experience so it's like when you do those trips you plan those trips you go to those little things like that like you said that first day but you still are finding those cool little hikes like oh we're going to do the whole rainforest trail thing mm -hmm. um and, and do that as well as visit these visitor centers and then the next day we're going to do our hike that takes the entire day um and i i like that i mean we've had a lot of fun doing that kind of stuff and i I, I, I want to do it in Cascades. I think I'd want to spend maybe two days in the backcountry in the Cascades, mm -hmm. um, getting to some of those places, depending, depending on what's available, right? That's the other thing. I think I would want to do at least one day backcountry hiking in Rainier and one day of exploring Rainier. Mm -hmm. um, I think that would be really cool. Um, Olympic, see, the thing with Olympic, it, it is its size for me. It is massive. And I, I would want to do like, there's so many different aspects of it. So I'd want to almost like focus on each aspect on different trips up there. Mm -hmm. Like I want to do like the ocean side, the, the whole rainforest side separate. But if I do a hurricane Ridge, you know, do that like towards giving it the two, three days personally, mm -hmm. but you know, can't always yeah. do it. Yeah, yeah, and there's yeah, all these. I, I get Go that. Ahead. I feel that um, for sure. Um, yeah, Cascades. I think. I think you want to do two nights in the back country. One to get out there, and then that middle day, maybe you do a hike from that one campsite somewhere. Like yeah. maybe that's when you go peak seeking, get your peak, go back, camp, sleep, wake up, hike on out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. at least yeah at least one or two nights in the back country up there yeah um and i mean i want to go back to olympic olympics really cool oh yeah yeah i i think going there um i think it'd be cool to go in the fall or the spring there too even um you know it's really cool that's uh i did yeah. it in the fall and loved it well really? we went too in the fall i mean that was oh, a that's right yeah a beautiful day yeah oh that was great it was gorgeous it was, it was a little uh it was interesting up on that ridge how chilly it was on that north side yeah, yeah. when we got up there yeah yeah but that that shows you the air currents right and how they move on those mountaintops where like when you look at the fire smoke it's like how come that valley is just full and the one next to it isn't it's, well, it's, it's that it's, hot cold Olympic, that ridge we did was really fascinating because it's like you got the ocean side on the north end and you got some salt in the air. And then on the other side, there's a freshwater lake. 
like Lake yeah. Crescent. And it's just like, it's so unique how close they are. And, well, and, and then the snow above Hurricane Ridge, we couldn't even go up, right? It was well, like, what the hell, then, we're by the ocean. <laughs> and then the miles and miles and miles of mountains that we saw where like, you don't get that in Olympic Park on most days. Yeah. Like, I, I'm mad because it's like, I want to go back and see it in the fog, but I'm also glad we got to see it on a beautiful <laughs> day as well, because that means when we go back, like you're going to get the experience, the true Olympic, but that was a, like, that was a treat. Yeah. Next time we go, it's like shit and rain or something. <laughs> Which yeah. at Olympic, I will yeah. argue when you get Olympic in the rain, it's, it might be even better depending on where you are. If you're in like the soul right. duck and it's just wet, I think oh. that's the soul duck at its finest. Yeah. Right. And we got to go to them hot springs up there next time. Hell Yeah. Yeah. They, they're cool hot springs um i did it with vince and phil uh we nice. we went to the hot springs there um i mean it's a nice hot spring so don't get me wrong <laughs> i have a i have a solid airbnb right there by forks That's yeah you're spot. telling us about it it's literally guys it's literally like this guy has this property by the Solduck river and it's he has this like shed he converted into like a cabin with like there's three bunks on each side with padded sleeping pads and there's a little wood stove in there there's a fire ring like he had a freaking camp stove on the side like hooked up to propane like he had it was just a really cool spot by the river and that's where we had the rock thrown in the river yeah um, that's what you're saying yeah that real that that you know i would argue is a bigfoot you know, encounter, but it, it, yeah, it was, it was, it was neat. Yeah, no. And then the place we even stayed in Port Angeles was nice, especially if you're, you know, like if a family was going or, or right. that kind of stuff too. Like it, well, that a nice was a little spot. I think both those areas are kind of, you got more of the Northwest and the Northeast side of the park. And it's like, they're good launching points. Mm -hmm. Like those two areas, the Port Angeles and kind of Forks area, they're good little launching points. That's a good, that's a good term. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's, that's uh, very true. Very true. Um, anyways, we're kind of getting to that time uh, where it is the time where I got to be that guy. So it's time for the final words. Uh, Matt, you know the drill. You've been here. You've done it once before. Uh, since you are the guest, we'll let you go first. Uh, final words, my guy. Yeah, yeah, as always, it's a treat, guys. Uh, I know you've been wanting to get me on to talk about my Washington trip. And, um, you know, uh, probably right now I'm – probably going to be kind of laying low for a bit um you know not not probably doing any major traveling um i mean if you guys want to get me on sometime maybe for a talk about hunting i am doing some of that i'm doing some elk hunting in eastern oregon in november I'm doing deer hunting in oregon here you know um yeah you, you know maybe some point after all that i could come on and talk to you guys about it what how it went this year so yeah that's kind of my next outdoor venture is is the hunting this year. and when you don't get anything in 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 oregon you're going to come out to montana and we'll get you on <laughs> we'll, we'll see my guy but uh 
No, you know, I'm just, you know, grateful for everything right now. Just encouraging people get out in nature. You know, I know COVID's going on, but nature is a good place to be. Ground yourself, you know, get some fresh air and uh, yeah, stay active. Yeah. And as Mark always says, hydrate or dehydrate. So, there you go. There you go. Him. But uh, yeah, no, thanks for having me on, guys. There yeah, go. thank you. Thank go. you. Oh, nice. <laughs> you got the sticker. Always. It's a lifestyle. <laughs> um, Zach, final words. You know, guys, this is a cool part of the country, the Northwest, the PNW. Um, you know, I like to call us little Pacific Northwest uh, experts because, you know, you guys have Oregon and Washington and Northern California and Idaho and Montana on lock. You know, we know these places. We've gone to a lot of other places. We're still traveling to new places. I know I've talked to Mark about getting here, going there, got to get to Iceland, got to get to our arcade up in maine getting down to dry tortugas down in florida so that's kind of our goals um and it, it will unfold <laughs> just got to take time um next year we do got some big things planned matt for the spring so you know oh. yeah you, if you're on board i know you you're looking at africa possibly i know you want to go there you're saving up for an africa trip which i think would be amazing to do and dope so keep yeah. us tuned in on that as the time goes on and we're just going to bring you the adventure firsthand, tell you the stories from our experiences and hope you guys learn from them. Cause you know, sometimes you become dehydrated on top of a mountain. <laughs> <laughs> I dig it. I dig it. Uh, Reverend's final words of wisdom. Uh, first, I want to say, Matt, thank you for coming on today. Sound like uh, it was a fun time going, checking out these parks or these areas in Washington. Um, I mean, I sure as heck want to go hit some of these places um, again, and I go check out Cascades for the first time. Uh, stay beautiful, everybody. I cannot tell each and every one of you enough how much I appreciate every single one of the Wanderers. If it's your first time listening, make sure you hit that like, subscribe, review, whatever. Depends on what platform you're on. If it's Apple, leave us a review. If it's Spotify, subscribe, follow, YouTube, comment, like, subscribe, hit the little bell so you know when the next episodes come out. Uh, you know, hit up all the different socials. Uh, make sure you also check out The Unathletic Trainer, uh, that new little thing project I got going on, theunathletictrainer.com. It's a little bit different side of the reverend. Um, but that being said, you know, go out into nature, hydrate or dihydrate, and peace out, everybody. Bye.